0: (laughs) Whoa. My life was cool. Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse, the podcast all about animated features not made by Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias. And now that we're definitely in the new year, not just in terms of the videos, but in terms of how this was filmed, I just want to say Happy New Year. And, well, I figured, what can I do to kind of shake things up I mean of course if you're listening to this this is just coming off right after the the Lego movie episode and honestly I kind of struggled to think like okay what do I do right after that like should I do a themed month? should I do just anything that comes to mind and eventually I settled on Beavis and Butthead yeah the comedic duo from the 90s that a lot of parents hated uh, has grown to be, you know, of course, I wouldn't say cult classics, given that they were popular even then. But, you know, they, they've get grown uh, a considerable fan base, that is, the, is the point. Of course, they were popular enough to warrant a movie back then, which caught people off guard. I remember, like, one of the biggest things is, of course, like, you, you have, um even, like, on the old covers, they, they would have, like, the two thumbs up from uh, Cisco La Neighbors the, you know, the famed critics who, of course, popularized that that term. And from what I remember is that even they were kind of surprised, like, wait, this is actually smarter than we thought? And that's pretty much what caught my attention about it. Because back then, when when I first saw this, I mean, I was, you know, like, around 10 to 13 when I first saw this movie. Um This was almost a decade or probably already at, at the decade after it had come out yeah it had to be a decade because I remember um, watching this uh, uh, pretty much after um team America and even though I know Team America came out before the decade by the time I watched it was once it had had hit home video for like a while so yeah it was already a decade for sure. Um, so yeah, it had to be when I was like around 13, 14 years old. Anyways, beside the point, I was not too keen on the the the, the two characters. I mean, not that I had ever seen anything that they had done before, uh, but I had pretty much gotten an understanding of the concept, like, okay, they're two dumbasses who just sit on the couch watching TV, do that whole <laughs> laugh. And I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not interested in that bullshit. But... When I heard, like, oh, yeah, this is smarter than what it was, like, finding out that that's what um, Siskel and Neighbor thought, I was like, okay, you know what? You know, I'm a big fan of, you know, pretty much by that point I was already getting into, like, film criticism, and I, I had been into, like, watching, like, uh, I know at the time, technically, it was Ebert and Roper, but, you know, I I was aware of who Sisko was, like, the guy before. So, I was like, okay, you know what? If they were were willing to say that this is smarter than it it appeared to be, then, you know, maybe I should give it a watch. And watched the movie I did, and I was laughing my ass off. It was one of those things where I was just like, okay, you know what? This is definitely one of the best um, movies based on a show, I mean, I don't know what's the specific term for it when it's the ones where it's like, okay, it's in continuity with the original show, uh, being done while the show is still being made. Um, Like, I don't know if they have a separate term from that. Like, I know it's not not a reboot, um, that's for sure, or an adaptation. Well, it's technically an adaptation, but um, not like a, yeah, like a reboot, I guess. It's just while the show was still around, still going with the same team and all that stuff. Um, this is definitely one of the best ones, if not the best, uh, for me, because I'm just like, for something that I had never actually sat down to watch and understand, this was so much smarter than it needed to be. So, yeah, yeah, this show that I have never seen before, and I really enjoyed the movie. Like, it was a really good interpretation of what the show was, Especially once I got around to watching the show and realizing, okay, so even though these guys are dumbasses, part of the humor is that you kind of realize, like, everyone around them is just as dumb, if not dumber, for letting them get away with their bullshit. And that's kind of funny. Like, at times it's it's a very smart um, satire on, you know, society because of that. So... That was definitely something that caught me off guard. And, of course, one of the things that I love about the movie is just that it is one of the smarter ones in terms of how they handle um, it being a, a movie based on a show. Um, which is part of why I also consider it to be one of the best ones that they've done. Because even on movies um, based on shows that I already like, the big problem I find with a lot of them is that they often fall into the same trappings of... Let's do some some fan service. Let's please the fans in ways that only would only make sense to fans. Like, basically, like, okay, let's have characters from the show who have nothing to do with the story pop up uh, just because, like, okay, fans of the show like that character. Even if it's in, in something small, it, it just ends up throwing everything off because then you're like, okay, why are we focusing on that character? Um... And then even going beyond that, you also have a a lot of times they do things where it's like, okay, let's throw in some maybe like jokes or plot points from the show um, in a way that, again, will not really make sense to um, newcomers. And that's always been a problem. Uh, Some of them do it well. Like, I, I think... Uh, the Simpsons movie does that really well, even if you're n- not a fan of the show. But even then, it still does fall into those trappings where it's like you kind of could have cut, uh, you could you could have cut out some of the stuff, and it probably would have made for a better movie, uh, for the general says Like I, I get it, you you want to please the fans, but at the same time, like the story that you're doing does not demand these characters, because after having watched the show, I, I realized, like, okay, there's a lot of characters that were regulars on the show that do not appear in this movie or at the very least only appear in the background. Like, you have characters like Daria or, um... Beavis and some that, like, ha- have this essentially third, um, group member. Not really, but he's kind of like this naive, um, younger kid who kind of piles around with them, trying to be cool like them, but he he's not. I- I'm forgetting his name right now. There's also another character that they look up to called Todd was an asshole but again these characters do not appear in the movie uh their coach doesn't appear realistically it's only one of the teachers and uh one of the principals that shows up uh aside from a, a very small reference you don't even see them at their workplace because um that was one of the things that surprised me when i watched the show Is like yeah they actually work at a burger joint surprisingly someone actually let these two dumbasses work at a fast food place, and then I get it, you know, you have stupid teens working there, but, you know, if you've seen the show and know these characters, you know why, that's a very bad idea. But anyways, at that point, I'm just talking about just the show, and we're here to talk about the movie, which, the movie, I mean, aside from the critical aspect of it, what caught my attention was realizing that the plot was this very simple, um premise that just gets ballooned and I always love it when movies do that where it's like it's this one little thing that goes wrong and because of that we just explore upon this whole thing like uh in, in this case it was that at the start of the movie they wake up and their tv is missing it's like okay great that that's your plot of the movie Beavis and Butter are in search of a tv because the tv they had is missing Great, and it's funny because even in that scene, you kind of realize how stupid they are. Because the guys who stole their TV weren't even all the way gone um, by the time they wake up and notice this. And um, pretty much the the brunette of the two, because there's, um, of course, you know, they're separate characters, pretty much. You have Butthead basically looking all around, there's signs of like the broken window, the footsteps and everything, the door open, and can't even put two and two, or in this case, three and three, I guess, uh, together, that, like, this is all showcasing the whole scene, how it played out, and what happened to our TV. The cameraman, like, and, and of course, I'm this is not my my take on it. I, I think it was Ebert who said it. The cameraman is even pointing exactly at the spots that but it needs to look at to understand what just happened that's funny and even all these years after the movie is still funny so after you know they go on this, this little search for a TV they accidentally stumble upon a guy who's putting a head on his wife so they're tired to pretty much put us to go kill this guy's wife unfortunately the guy decides to say oh I need you to do my wife Feels about it being the horny little dipshits that they are, think that th- that he means like okay, so he's paying us to fuck his wife. Why not? So they go off. They find this uh, this this lady, in um in Vegas, and then she pretty much promises to pay them like so long as they go to Washington, um to meet up with her. And you know, with, without them knowing, she she stores this 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 little chip that contains like some kind of. Um, disease, like it's something that'll kill so many people. Not COVID, I promise you, this was done decades before COVID. Like, or they don't know about it, but they're going to it. Like, she shows, sells it onto the pants of um, Beavis, the blonde one. And so the, the whole thing is just pretty much this big road trip as the government is trying to find them because the government gets heads up, like, hey, look, you know, there's these kids who have this dangerous biological warfare. Um, technology on on them. So, they're looking around and... <laughs> this is an insane movie, but it it's so simple and, and it's blown out of propor- proportions. It is crazy. And, and it's a proper re- representation of the show on top of that because on, on an average episode of Beavis and Butthead, they get into shenan- shenanigans because... People must misunderstand them for, you know, mistake them for, like, um, different people or misunderstand their goals in places. They just walk into, through different places and they say something, just, uh, something that, um, some and Budden misinterpret, but then they misinterpret Be- Beavis and Budden. That's, your pretty much your whole premise, but if, this is on a bigger scale because they're running around the country, like, you know, at some point, um... They accidentally hitch a ride with some nuns, so you get a whole montage of them, pretty much doing a bunch of stupid shit with the nuns. The nuns getting frustrated, eventually even leaving them because they're like, "Yeah, there's no hope for these guys." But along the way, they also, um, pretty much accidentally, um, get people to confess their sins to them because they they get into like those little you know booths that 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 priests have to for you know for confessions. And, which, it, it results in a really great joke where, you know, once they're leaving, like, you know, I don't know if I should say it or not, but it, it's a really great joke which shows, like, yeah, even God is fed up with their bullshit, but apparently he won't do too much to get rid of them. Or, we about it, are just that strong. But anyways, so yeah, that's your and premise. And along the way, um, there's also uh, a recurring gag with um, their neighbor, Tom Anderson. Who, if you've never seen the show, it's pretty much like this older guy. He's he's a veteran. He's pretty much like if you've ever seen um, Mike Judge's other um show, um King of the Hill. He's pretty much like the the Hank Hill of the series. Like it's even the same voice, um, but much older, of course. And um, he he pretty much gets screwed over repeatedly through to the point that even by the end he still gets really screwed over for your antics, but you know, whatever, it's a happy ending. I mean, in a way, part of the charm of this movie is that imagine if you got an actual serious movie about this where two guys are going on a cross-country road trip, uh, not realizing that they're part of a bigger plan um, involving um, some some criminals, um, and the government gets involved. Like, imagine, like, a serious version of that kind of story. Only now you got Beavis and butter in it. That's kind of the the charm of this movie, um, and I love it for that. I mean, right down to uh, the couple that, that that um that shows up in this movie, like the the guy that initially gives him the job to kill his wife, and then the wife are played by um, Bruce Willis and and Demi Moore, who were at the time together, and it's it's a perfect example of how celebrity voice casting can work because it was like okay, you know. We got it. We got this, you know, great couple that were you know known for like more serious um, action movies or just you know dra- dramas. Um, here being turned into like these trashy alcoholic, um, you know, people who are just trying to screw over you know these dumbasses. And of course, that 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 that's why it works. It like it feels like something that would legit be a movie they would star in only now it's got two dumbasses in there. It's kind of like the, the whole Muppet thing, where it's like, hey, look, it's a serious version of The Christmas Carol, and then the Muppets show up. Um, which, in, in a way, makes me want more Beavis and Butterman movies. Um, I know that they are actually doing, a, a, um, finally, a sequel on Paramount+. Plus. At least Mike Judge has mentioned as such. Um, which explains why they were even promoted on Paramount+. Plus To begin with. I mean, Jesus, you know, imagine promoting... Uh, uh, a very old show on her thing that's trying to attract new, new viewers. I mean, granted, it's a good show, but so. But yeah, that that's pretty much where we're at in the movie. Like, it's kind of like imagine something like The Muppets, where it's like, okay, let's take a serious movie, but then add in, you know, these characters, and it just throws the whole thing off. It, it makes it funnier. It adds a whole dynamic. I mean, even after all these years, I still laugh hard about this movie because it is just that damn funny. Um, but uh, it it does make me want more movies like this. Like imagine if we had the Lord of the Rings, only instead of um, Frodo and and and, um, and Sam, we had Beavis and ButtHead being the ones tasked to, to get rid of the ring. Or imagine uh, I don't know Star Wars, but instead of just Anakin, it's Beavis and ButtHead. Like just having these pair thrown in makes it all the more funnier because it's like, look, these are some horny, dumbass morons who everyone mistakes to be, you know, more brilliant than they are. Like, even by the end, once, um, the day is saved and everything, the, you got the FBI agent who's been hunting them down um, throughout the entire thing it's pretty much, you know, realize, like, okay, so they're not evil. But then he goes on to say, like, oh yeah, they're actually, you know, fine, um, outstanding um, young man, which I'm like, you've seen how they've been acting around you, haven't you? Like, I I can understand you realizing, okay, they were just, you know, misled by by these criminals. But the fact that that you think that they're actually brilliant is like, come on. And and speaking of the agent, that's actually one of the funnier things about this movie is that there's a running gag with the agent where everywhere they go, he always um, gets, gets, um, one of his, um, one of his agents, pretty much a a lady, to give a full cavity search to everyone around, even though, even his, like, uh, direct, um, assistant or whatever, um, Agent Bork I think was his name, I know it was something weird, is pretty much pointing out, like, wait, do we really need to be getting, like, cavity searches on everyone? And he's like, yes, we have to get, get it as detailed as possible, because everyone here could be, you know, connected in some way, um, so it's, like, very, you're playing it very straight, but you can see the stupidity in it. And that's kind of the, the joy, like, that, that Beavis and it bring out the stupidity and all these different characters and all these tropes that you would normally get in, like, the serious version of this movie. Um, it's, it's just hilarious. And I, I was just laughing the whole way through because I'm just, like... This guy really doesn't know anything. Like, you know, he is, you know, showcased to be competent and everything, but it's like everything that he's piecing together is completely wrong because he's dealing with two of the dumbest morons to ever walk animation. But he doesn't know it. And I I know I'm, you know, definitely sounding like a broken record, constantly pointing out that it's a funny movie, but it is. It's the thing. It's just wow, it's just a brilliant piece of animation that gets definitely one of the funniest movies I've ever seen because of every just all the way that these characters come together to essentially make these two dumbasses into heroes. You know? And at 80 minutes, it's just such a very brisk well-told movie to the point that I don't even mind that the, uh, midway through the movie they kind of waste a few minutes on introducing Beavis and Butthead's um, fathers. Like, it really adds nothing to the plot, but even those scenes are just so damn hilarious and just getting an insight of, like, okay, so that's why these guys are the way they are is honestly pretty hilarious, and it's just a great way to showcase, like, okay, these are the, who, who they are. This is who pretty much you know, made them the way they are, even though they weren't even a part of their lives for much, and it's just a quick, like, it's it's fan service. It's essentially like, okay, people have asked for years, like, who are their parents, so let's just showcase their fathers being, like, these, uh, Motley crew um, roadies who've gone rogue or whatever. Um, again, it, it doesn't take away too many minutes, it's just like two or three minutes. I mean, the reason why I don't give that as much flag as uh, the stuff that I had mentioned earlier is that Essentially, it's introducing some details to the plot. Like it's just basically so showcasing like okay, so there is some history of of their family being criminal. So that's that furthers the FBI's um search uh, for these guys, and it it just gives you like a brief like okay here's a scene where they get to rest a little bit and actually interact with people who are on their exact same level. It's not really necessary, but it's a nice little detail to have. And it doesn't feel like, okay, we're just um, we're just pandering um, for for fans' sake. Like, you know, it, it, that's what it technically is. But it's not the same way where it would be like, okay, let's showcase this popular character from the show. Like, it, it is at least trying to add something, even though it doesn't really accomplish much. Um, which then leads into a, another scene where Beavis and... Oh, Bo- uh, no. Yeah, yeah, it's just Beavis. It's just Beavis. Um, gets high off of, like, this cactus thing that he eats. So you get this really trippy um, animation sequence based off of Rob Zombie's artwork. It's not really... I, I guess you could say that it's kind of a waste of, of, of time in the movie, but you know what? I'm like, eh, you know what? We needed a a, a little break, and, you know, as a little time filler just to get to... just to showcase, like, okay, here they are pretty much seeing a bunch of weird shit, which eventually leads to the one of the villains finding where they're at, is, you know, it's fine. It, it's definitely not something that I would complain about all too much. Um, but I guess I, I should mention that before someone mentions like, hey, you know, you said that this movie was very, you know, fast paced and, you know, didn't have fan service or whatever, you know, but, you know, here's that scene and here's that scene. I was like, eh yeah, but you know, I don't have a problem with those. It's it's all really well done scenes. It's just all really funny, so I don't know. I I, I really don't know what I would even complain about on that. Uh, the only thing I can say is that um of course this has been seen by a lot of people. It's a very very popular movie. I mean it of course it's not the biggest hit now because we've had other um big hits um, through animation, whether it's adult animation or not. But, you know, I would say, if you haven't seen it, just prepare to laugh your ass off. You're going to be having a really good time with this one. It's a very funny movie. Um, It's very well told. It's very fast. And even if you had reservations because of the Beavis and Buddex characters being idiots, um, trust me, this is one where they actually do it really well, and I'm impressed at how smart it is. Like, it is a movie about dumb characters, but it is very well written and very smart, and it just hits it all right. I mean, even I don't I, I really don't know. It, it's like, like I said, one of the best um, movies based on a TV show, if not the best in terms of ones that were made during the, sh- the show's lifetime or, or whatever. It's it's honestly just great, and, it, you know, I, I, I just laugh. I mean, granted, not, not the way Beavis and Budden laugh, not the huh, huh, huh laugh, but, you know, you, you know I, I laugh hearing that. So, yeah, I mean, go watch it. I, I, I don't know why anyone would... I mean, I know why people would hesitate, but I, I don't know why anyone would hesitate after hearing that yeah it's it's not as stupid as it seems on on face value but you know it, it, it's a great one so with that i think i'll just close it off i mean there's really not much i can say i mean it, it's a great comedy it's funny it's well done so yeah thank you for listening this has been Octaviano macias host of i can't believe it's not the mouse if you enjoyed this please consider subscribing to my youtube channel uh, that's Psycham Films. If you want to support me even more than that, I do have a Patreon account. It's on www.patreon.com slash That's S-A-I-C-A-M-S. The YouTube channel is Psycham Films. So I hope that's pretty easy to find. Uh, otherwise, again, thank you for listening and I hope to see you next time. I think I just figured something out, Beavis. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) This sucks.